the look on their face when they feel when they know they can actually retire and make this happen and not worry about it is uh that's why we do what we do welcome to the perfect game retirement podcast with former professional baseball player and now financial coach at black oak asset management ryan ledman this show will help you make the right financial decisions so you can pitch a perfect game in retirement here's the wind up and the delivery Hello and welcome to Perfect Game Retirement. I am Ben George. She's Ryan Ledden, President and Financial Coach at Black Oak Asset Management. You're going to find him serving the Atlanta area and surrounding areas as well, but you'll also find him online at blackoakam.com. There you can schedule your Retirement Coach 360 session and discuss everything we talk about on today's show. Ryan, I'm looking forward to it because... We weren't trying to help people understand whether or not they're in good position, and you probably get it all the time. Hey, am I in good shape? Well, we're going to give you some signs to tell you whether or not you are in good shape for retirement. Absolutely, it's, and it's pretty simple stuff. It's just not easy to do. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. It's the hardest part is sticking to things, right? I mean, in many cases, yep. we know the the formula, but it's execution. Mm-hmm. That's right, and hopefully, people are still sticking with some of those goals that we had last episode. Of yeah, the, uh, twenty-two to think about. So. Keep on, keep on with it. Yeah, good plug. If you haven't checked out our 22 money resolutions for 2022, make sure you do that. It's the previous episode here on the podcast. All right, before we get into our, our conversation on signs of your good health, I want to lead off with a little quote here from our, our friend, Sir John Templeton. I love this quote. It's great. Uh, the four most dangerous words in investing are, this time it's different. Oh my gosh. I mean, that's Whoever, I probably maybe should know who Sir John Templeton is, but I don't. But uh, that's prophetic. Uh, I, I hear that constantly, all the time, that this time is different, this time is different. And my goodness, the last year and a half, almost two years, uh, have been a perfect case study uh, for that. So this time is different. It's, they're going to be original situations, but it's nothing different. It's just going to be a different headline. It's going to be a different disaster is going to be a different uh, conflict of countries or diseases or virus, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that quote's awesome. Just you, you can't tippy toe when it comes to investing. You can't kind of jump in and jump out. Those, and again, Ramsey says it all the time. The only people who get hurt on a roller coaster are the people who jump off before you get back to the station. So hmm. yeah, it's, it's so true. And uh, yeah, Sir, Sir John Templeton hats off to, to you for that quote. You know, it kind of speaks to that emotional side of investing, right, Ryan? Because I think about this on both angles too. Like, if it's going really well, and you say, "Oh, this time it's different. This thing's going to keep on pushing forward. It's not going to, it's not going to pull <laughs> back." Or, you know, obviously the other side is what we think about most often when the stock market crashed. Oh, this time it's different. We're not going to be recovering. You hear it on both sides. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's. Um, <laughs> Warren Buffett says that says it all the time. You know, do the opposite. Of what everybody else is doing, if they're if they're jumping on, <laughs> you jump off, and then vice versa. So there's a lot of truth to that because people are so emotional, and and it's it's fear based, and and so it can work both ways. That hey, this gravy chain is going to keep riding and keep going. Well, it's I always tell people it's not a pessimistic viewpoint, but there it, there's going to be another recession. It's just when and how deep. Like that's proven. Those things yeah. are going to happen. It's just how long do we see that recession? Now recession. To be classified as a recession has to be, you know, longer than six months. And, and obviously with COVID, that didn't last six months, but it went down like it could have been a recession or was heading into a recession. And that did not happen at all. So we don't have crystal balls. Advisors who say they beat the market run the other direction um, consistently. They're, 
you know, they see these these magazine headlines, you know, top 10 mutual funds for the year. Well, why don't they have them, those listed at the beginning of the year? Because they don't know. They have yeah. no idea who's going <laughs> to perform and who's not. Yeah, very good. All right. So if you do have, um, if you if you don't have an advisor, I guess, kind of talking this the same line of investing, have somebody to work with that can lean on, that can put a plan in place so you're not reacting and not having to say this time is different with your investments. All right. Let's move into our main conversation today. Five signs you're in good financial health. You know, if you're thinking about retirement, if it's on your mind right now, then this five-part checklist is going to be very helpful. It's going to help you measure whether or not you're in good financial health and whether or not you're setting yourself up for a successful retirement. Number one, Ryan, this one is uh, very basic, but very important. Are you spending less than you make? Yeah, we live in America. Most people don't. So that's why Dave Ramsey has, is either the most or the second most syndicated uh, radio host out there because people don't do this. And they some people get to that point where they want to, but and it, it goes back to some of the, the goals uh, the, or the resolutions that we did last episode is, is really getting this stuff in check and, and looking at a budget. And again, if you don't like doing a budget, work with somebody. There's people out there that will help you with that. And they're like your accountability partner. And you can do that and they can wade through all the, all the minutia of your budget and then hopefully figure out a spending plan. So don't look at it as a budget as restricting, look at it as a spending plan, but you, you have to invest uh, because pensions have gone away. Social Security is under a lot of pressure. So it, it all falls on you and most people don't want to work their whole life. Now, some people do because they just are so passionate and love it, but spending less than you make, it's not, it, yeah, no kidding. Like it's just math, but people can't do math because they're, they're in debt up to their eyeballs. So spending less than you make, it's just got to be a priority. Uh, well, I was at a recent Ramsey influencer event in November, and it was some some high level people there, sixty of us, sixty plus of us in the room. So it was a very intimate setting. And um, one of the one of the speakers said that, like, what kind of car would you drive if you dro- if we all drove invisible cars? Like, would you drive what you're driving right now? And it's like, huh, uh, no, probably not. I probably would not be driving what I drive now. And, and that's where people, just things like that just starts adding up, whether it's monthly subscriptions, car payments, it, it adds up to where you can't save and then you're, you're in a bind when it comes to retirement and you're forced to maybe do a job that you're just, it's just mentally and physically draining, but you feel like you have to because you didn't save. Yeah, that's it's, it's so, so very important that, you, that you're doing this, but also that you need to be doing this before you get to retirement. All right. Uh, next one. Uh, do you understand the future tax implications of your savings? Yeah, that's that's our hot button topic at, at this mm-hmm. office. I mean, we preach this all the time is just being aware of where you're at now and where they could potentially go. Again, that's another thing we don't have a crystal ball on is what tax rates will be down the road. And, and we can only project that they'll be higher or let's say the same, if not higher. And if they're the same, then okay, what tax bracket are we going to be in? Well, most people always say we're going to be in a lower tax bracket. Well, maybe, but then I'll say, okay, well, how much do you need per month to retire on? And, and their monthly, like your monthly spending usually does not drastically plummet to 60, 70% of what you were, it just usually doesn't, especially the first few years. So if you need almost the same income, well, newsflash, you're going to be in the same tax bracket if all you save is pre-tax dollars. So we got to make a plan for that and be aware of that. If you save so much of your money in pre-tax accounts, then you're going to have a tax 
problem. Um, and when I say tax problem, you still may be in the same tax bracket, if not lower, but you, your, your hands are tied if tax rates change. If you have efficient dollars, brokerage accounts or uh, Roth accounts, Roth 401ks, you have more flexibility. And there's, there's going to be a, a day of reckoning, I think, when it comes to people's retirement planning, because tax rates, I think, are going to go up, whether it's five or 10 or 20 years down the road. They're going to go up, and you, if you're if you're stuck holding all this money that doesn't hasn't been taxed yet, well, newsflash, they're they're going to get theirs. They always do, right? <laughs> yeah, no, do. I mean they're they're even kicking around things like if four hundred one k balances get too high, they're talking about doing required minimum distributions at, at whatever age. Like, there's no age for that. Now, this, the the standard right now is seventy two uh, with RMDs, required minimum distributions. If you haven't taken uh, those dollars, those pre tax dollars out, but then they're talking about if your balance is too high, they're going to start forcing you to do required minimum distributions. So, again, Jeez. that's proposed. Don't 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 be feared, scared that that's going to happen, but it's being talked about. So, like if you were forty five, but you had saved so well that you hit that dollar amount, you'd start having to take out money at that age. Yeah, that's what they're talking about. <laughs> punishing good savers, right? That's what. We're yeah, right. You must be <clears throat> man. Evil, evil doers. You must be punished, yeah. just like people who make too much money can't do Roth contributions. That's Same amazing. thing. It's amazing, <laughs> but not surprising. All right, uh, third on our list of five signs you're in good financial health. If you're married and both you and your spouse know enough about the retirement plan to be able to manage it, if something happens to the other one. Yeah, this is huge. Uh, this is it's just very important because just talking this through, it's a morbid conversation, it is, but more times than not, there's going to be one left behind and, and both passing away at the same time, obviously barring some freak accident, just usually doesn't happen. Now, sometimes um, spouses die of a broken heart, which is a legit thing. They, they may not last too much longer afterwards, but we still need to know the differences in income and what's going to happen is it is do, do pensions go away sometimes uh, you may think if if your spouse is receiving a pension that you're going to get the full amount sometimes that's not the case sometimes that pension goes away because it's life only or sometimes that pension gets reduced in half or by 75 percent and i've seen it happen before where they thought a full pension was uh, elected by their spouse and he passes away and it's 50 percent. so not only did she the pension income get cut in half. Well, you can't keep both Social Security benefits either. Uh, you'll keep the higher of the two, which is great. That's a nice benefit, but you don't keep both. So that's another thing that that falls off the income table, if you will, that the pension could go down, one Social Security benefit's going to go down. And when you file single, the tax brackets are different. Now there's the same percentages, you know, the 10, the 12, the 22, the 24, the 32, the 35, the 37, as of, as at least of the recording of the show. Um, again, the government could change that. But, but the income thresholds are way different when it comes to single filers. So a lot of times you jump tax brackets to a higher tax bracket, even though your income has, has gone down, which makes no sense whatsoever. But being aware of that is is a slippery slope you got to know those things and and being prepared for one person passing away before the other is there life insurance money that maybe that life insurance money can be an infusion of capital to help offset some of that uh some of those 
dollars that are lost from income. And, you know, going back to our last episode, making sure beneficiary designations are correct. Usually if it's husband, wife, those, those funds just pass over to the, to the spouse and, and there's no real issue or hiccup there. You know, it's got to still go through, you got to probate the will and then those dollars can move over. But you'd be surprised. Sometimes uh, the spouse is, is not the 100% primary beneficiary. So that needs to be addressed as well. Yeah, it's just so important that you are both on the same page or at least familiar enough with what's happening there in case something happens. All right. Fourth on our list is you might you might be in good shape if you have a retirement income plan in place. Yes, this is probably the most important piece of the financial plan is coming up with that retirement income plan. And sometimes people know what they're going to have coming in. They just need to see it laid out all on one simple screen, not I mean, I've seen other firms produce this 40-page document that's got pie graphs and charts, and nobody wants to see that. Like, they'll get it and go, okay, that's, okay, great. And they'll never look at it, ever. <laughs> they just won't. And if you have something that's simple, clear, concise on one page, here is your plan. Obviously, that we keep going back to that and change it up and update it, but that's the first income plan, that's the rough draft. This is like, hey, this is what we know right now and we'll keep this updated. We'll keep changing it, massaging it, whatever we may need to do. But it's just amazing sometimes see it on one page and go, okay, I just needed to see that. I just needed to see that laid out. I had no idea how much I can safely take out of my retirement accounts or when you start adding that to social security. I mean, you get husband, wife, who've who've contributed to a, a, a decent chunk of years to social security and all of a sudden you have two benefits coming in that are three grand each. And all of a sudden it's like, oh crap, we got six grand coming in and we haven't even tapped into anything. So that social security benefits meaningful. But if we, if we start taking uh, more monies out that haven't been taxed yet, well, then it runs through the, the IRS grid, if you will. And then that could affect your social security income where that could lower and be taxed uh, when you get to retirement, depending on how your income is structured. So uh, just being aware of the income plan, but you need to run that income plan through a tax tax plan um, software that shows you, okay, if you need eight grand a month, let's say, with the income streams and the investments that you have, when we put this all on a sample, you know, 1040 tax form, what am I actually, what do I have to take out to net the $8,000 because we, we work in and manage our budget in, in the net world, not the gross world. All right. Some people say, Oh, I need a hundred thousand. Okay. Well, was that net or is that gross? Well, again, gross means taxes haven't come out yet. It's amazing how many, how often people flip that around. <laughs> net is what hits your bank account. <laughs> yeah. Gross is what the government gets then hits your bank account. So being aware, just being aware of the differences of the two and how the taxes can affect your income plan. I got one left here, signs that you're in good financial health. And I know concern and worry is obviously the biggest thing we have heading into retirement about, are we going to have enough money? Is it going to last? But you know you're going to be in good shape if you're not worrying at all about your financial future. I mean, number five is why we do what we do. If I can take that piece off their plate, if you will, their, their mental plate, and not have to worry about this stuff. I mean, that's that's part of our mission statement. So to do these things so people can enjoy the more meaningful areas of their lives. I don't want people sitting in retirement staring at a computer screen or watching the ticker. Like that doesn't sound like fun. And if that's fun for you, then you're probably not a client of ours. And that's no disrespect. It's just, that's what you enjoy doing. Okay, then that's fine. Do that on your own. But 
I want people, I want clients who are doing other things. Um, and whatever those other things are, that depends on that person. But I, I just, I, I don't, I want to be able to take that off their plate and, and they can enjoy their family. They can enjoy their purpose, their passion, uh, their volunteering, grandkids, travel. I just want them to enjoy that. And then if we can somehow retire them sooner than they think, or maybe then they want the look on their face when they feel when they know they can actually retire and make this happen and not worry about it is uh, that's why we do what we do. Yeah, you you know you're in good shape if you just don't you're not you're not staying up at night right worrying about yep. stuff. That's where you want to be, and that's what an advisor can help you with, and and that's why Ryan is a financial coach. And if you want to schedule your retirement coach 360 session online, you can do that right now. BlackOakAM.com is the website. Is there anything else, Ryan, you throw in here? Any other bonus signs people can be on the lookout for as they're analyzing their health? Yeah, there's always nuances uh, to these ones that we mentioned today, but you keep these five pillars uh, when it comes to your financial health. And, and again, reference the the 22 goals that we that we talked about or resolutions, if you will, that we talked about last episode. Just kind of picking a few of those out. All 22, that can be overwhelming and daunting, but these are things that if you ignore and put your head in the sand, it's going to ignore you. And and I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. Uh, work with someone if this is something that's not your passion or you want to do. I, I tell people I'm a I'm a behavior coach. That's essentially what I am, even though it's financial advisor. But I'm a behavior coach slash uh, uh, marriage counselor slash money manager. So I mean, you wear many hats, but. It kind of all is encompassed in a as a financial planner, but that's what my nerd brain loves to do, and I want you to do what you love to do and not have to worry about this sort of stuff. So keeping these five these five things that we mentioned today, I think is a great start. Yeah, no question. All right, we appreciate you taking us through those, Ryan. Let's go now to the mailbag and and get to a question before we close out this episode of Perfect Game Retirement. Today's question came in from Cal. He says, we don't, do, we don't have much say for retirement, but we're about to sell our farm for just over a million dollars. We've never really invested in the market before, so we don't really know what we're doing. So where would you start with this new money? Yeah, that's, uh, that can be daunting right there because there's a lot of people that are involved in maybe real estate and that's what they like to do. Uh, Cal, this, may, this sounds like just your primary farm, uh, not necessarily a, a investment from a real estate perspective, but then doing that and, and, and being on a farm where that's all you know, and then all of a sudden you're getting into this world that maybe there's a lot of stereotypes in quote unquote uh, Wall Street, if you will, versus you know what you've been doing, Cal. So without kind of knowing the background there, but a million bucks, that's, that's great. That's awesome. Uh, a million dollars can last you a long time. Uh, a million dollars can not last you a long time. So being responsible with that money now does that million dollars does that mean we we buy some income producing real estate or does that million dollars need to buy a primary residence so i'm not sure where you're at there cal with with that but if you had just that million dollars to invest uh again depends on how old you are cal but you know i would I would get this money as much as you want plugged into the market because this is a wealth creator. Um, this is what you could potentially retire on. And again, Cal, I'm not, I'm not sure how old you are, but depending on your age, kind of goes back to previous episodes. We mentioned taking a large lump sum of money and kind of dollar cost averaging into the market. And those of you who don't know dollar cost averaging, that's taking carving off a little bit each month and putting it into the market instead of putting it in all at once. Now, if you're a younger guy, Cal, 
just invest it. Whatever amount you want to invest, invest it. Just put it in there because 20 years from now, you're not going to remember if you put it in all at once or over six months or a year. It's it's not going to matter. You're going to always wish you put it in sooner. But again, someone who's on the doorsteps of retirement who needs this money to create income, then it, it could be a completely different plan from how it gets invested. But as much as you're comfortable with, yes, I, I would get it plugged in. Whether it's the stock market or whether it's real estate, just whatever you're more comfortable with. But it sounds like this needs to produce some type of income for you or nest egg for you. So uh, you could do a little bit of both if you wanted to as well. I like, I like real estate. Uh, obviously, don't sell it, but I like real estate because of the passive income and and what it could grow to. So uh, just do something where you're comfortable with, Cal, but be as educated and know as much about the investment you're going to get in and talk to several people. Do your due diligence. Don't go with the first person you talk to. Now, you may go back to that first person you talk to, but talk to multiple people uh, and create a plan first before you invest this money. Appreciate that question, Cal. If you have anything on your mind, send it in to us via the website, blackoakam.com. You can also call Ryan at 470-508-0508. Talk about anything we've discussed on this podcast or anything on your mind with your finances or your retirement plan. Ryan, we do appreciate the time as always and uh, look forward to catching up with you again in a couple of weeks. Yeah, always enjoy it. The Perfect Game Retirement Podcast is brought to you by Black Oak Asset Management, serving the greater Atlanta area with offices in Alpharetta and Macon. The show is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Perfect Game Retirement to find us. You can also visit blackoakam.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Ryan Ledner, and to learn more about how to pitch a perfect game in retirement. Information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Please consult with a qualified professional before taking any action. Securities and registered investment advisory services offered through Silver Oak Securities, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Black Oak Asset Management and Silver Oak Securities, Inc. are not affiliated.